let's go on to the word of God this morning. Um, shall we turn our Bibles to 1 Chronicles and chapter number 12 and verses 8 to 22. 1 Chronicles chapter 12. And let's read verses 8 to 22. Some Gadites defected to David at his stronghold in the desert. They were brave warriors, ready for battle and able to handle the shield and spear. Their faces were the faces of lions and they were as swift as gazelles in the mountains. Ezer was the chief, Obadiah the second in command, Eliab the third, Mishmanam the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atai the sixth, Eliel the seventh, Johanan the eighth, Elzabad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth and Macbanai the eleventh. These Gadites were army commanders, the least was a match for a hundred and the greatest for a thousand. It was they who crossed the Jordan in the first month when it was overflowing all its banks and they put to flight everyone living in the valleys to the east and to the west. Other Benjamites and some men from Judah also came to David in his stronghold. David went out to meet them and said to them, If you have come to me in peace to help me, I am ready to have you unite with enemies when my hands are free from, uh, sorry, I'm ready to have you unite with me. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies, when my hands are free from violence, may the God of our fathers see it and judge you. Then the spirit came upon Amasai, chief of the 30, and he said, We are yours, O David. We are with you, O son of Jesse. Success, success to you and success to those who help you. For your God will help you. So David received them and made them leaders of his raiding bands. Some of the men of Manasseh defected to David when he went with the Philistines to fight with Saul. He and his men did not help the Philistines because after consultation, their rulers sent him away. They said, it will cost us our heads if he deserts to his master Saul. When David went to Ziklag, these were the men of Manasseh who defected to him. Adna, Josabad, Jedeil, Michael, Josabad, Elihu, Zilethai, Leaders of units of a thousand in Manasseh. They helped David against raiding bands. For all of them were brave warriors and they were commanders in his army. Day after day, men came to help David until he had a great army like the army of God. A long passage. You may wonder, what is this passage talking about? Yes, it is talking about a lot of people coming and joining David. It is speaking about David's uh, power and uh, strength, manpower and strength growing continually. And uh, the closing verse in that passage we read speaks about how by this time David's army had grown to become great. It is now like the army of God itself. It is speaking about David, you know, having a, a, a new face in his life. He was running for his life all this while because Saul was after his life. He was called by God. He was anointed by God. 
he had God had a specific plan for his life he was to become king but it was a long time until he came to that position for a long time even after he had received the promise from God even after he had received um, the anointing and Samuel the prophet anointed him there was a great uh, thrust into his life he was suddenly brought before the presence of the king he was serving in the king's palace he was leading these uh, wars and in the midst of all of these you find that David had still not become king David had still not come up to the you know the promise that God had given to him he was still you know an ordinary person even more he was running for his life he was hunted down like an enemy even though it was there was a specific um, plan and a purpose that God had given to his life but there is something unique here that brought people like this and made that brought David and made David to become king there was something that happened here that elevated him to the position of a king now a king cannot become a king all by himself if he just became king if he just went and sat on a throne he would not just be accepted always and by all people and if he is not accepted what will happen is somebody else will come or the people will plot against him and come and turn him over and they will take the position now for god's promise and his plan to be fulfilled in his life there was one thing that was needed then what was needed for the people to come and support him people to come and honor him and accept him as king it is one thing to say i am king if it is another thing for people to say he is our king do you recognize the difference it's one thing that for us to claim who we are or what god has called us to be or what god wants us to do it's one thing for us to claim that is one thing to speak about ourselves about our position or our glory or what we can accomplish or what god has called us to do but it is totally another thing for people to come and recognize and say this is who you are this is what god has called you for this is the anointing that is upon your life it's totally another matter for that to happen but in this whole process all of this came about because the one key thing that you find here is very interesting the one phrase that is repeated here is that the people who defected from Saul or from other tribes the tribal leaders because Israel was a, a tribe one full big tribe of several tribes put together and uh, all of these tribal leaders and many of the commanders and the uh, you know men who were uh, experienced in battle who were fierce warriors they all come and join david but they come and join david in one place and it says uh, in a few verses there that i'd like to point out this morning in verse 8 if you find some gadites defected to david at his stronghold you find the word stronghold they come and find him when he is in his stronghold in the desert 
there is a stronghold that they find that he is which is in the middle of the desert and then you also find in verse 16 other benjamites and some men from judah also came to david in his stronghold <clears throat> the moment we hear this word or the phrase stronghold we imagine um, a stronghold of the demonic very often when we pray very often when we use this word stronghold we use it referring to the strongholds of the devil the stronghold of the mind and the scripture talks about that that's where we get it from the bible talks about the strongholds of the devil stronghold of the mind but here is also a stronghold where david is in now what is a stronghold a stronghold is a place of safe refuge is a place where there is a fortress a place of safety a safe place of covering where the enemy cannot attack and so when it says that david was in a stronghold he was in a place of safety he was in a place where there was a fortress around him but i thought to myself where can there be a fortress in the middle of a desert <laughs> there's a stronghold he is in but it is in the middle of the desert and when he many times when Saul was hunting David David would flee and he would be in a stronghold if you remember reading first samuel many of those passages there talking about the life of David and how Saul was after him you'll find David was in a stronghold there were places where david found where there were places of safety places of refuge places where the enemy could not come and attack places where the enemy could not even find probably he was in his stronghold and while he was in the stronghold men defected to him and came away from the leaders they pledged their allegiance to and came and joined david i want us to all understand this morning that god wants us to be in the stronghold and god wants you and i to be like david a stronghold for god hallelujah where people will come and take refuge in us people will come and find a safe place in us people will find and take covering from the enemy when they come under attack when they are in the middle of a crisis when they are in a need when they are driven to a point of desperation when they are driven away or driven by their enemies where they will run in and find us to be a stronghold of god hallelujah amen god wants us to be a stronghold we have come and found our refuge in him we have come and found our place in god and he wants us to be a stronghold for him where men can come and find a place in us when do you become a stronghold for god all of these people who came and found refuge they came to david because they found something in david they did not come to david he would feel, they would not have come to david if he was nothing if he was a nobody if he was an ordinary man 
they found something in him they found that he is in a strong place and now that saul had died the kingdom is fallen apart and there is no king there is nobody who can give them that strength nobody to whom they can go and find a refuge a safe place the land is not safe anymore the nation is without a king there is no word from god there is no prophet or priest there's nobody leading there's no judge who is leading this nation like it was earlier and so they are finding looking for someone who will be a strong man who will be a strong man to whom they can go and join along with hallelujah the bible says in another place that in the end times that men will come and take hold of the garment of a jew and say we belong to you we belong to your god people want to find a place people want to find a garment a hem of a garment people want to find a person whom where they can find a place where they can have a place where they can find refuge men joined david in his stronghold when you are a stronghold for god men will come and join with you hallelujah hallelujah but what does it make one to become a stronghold for god we find there that these people who were once subject to saul now recognize something unique with david they find that he is in a stronghold they find also that saul and his household are no more a stronghold for them they see that the house of saul has fallen his sons have died there's nobody who can lead and who can take up and and stand strong as a household of saul all of the male of the household of saul have been killed the reason why saul could not be a stronghold for the people of israel was because of his disobedience to god the reason why saul could not be a stronghold for for the people of israel where they could come and be part of his household was because of his jealousy and his anger that weakened himself and in turn weakened his kingdom anyone who becomes weak because of their own weaknesses will eventually have a downfall in their lives if we allow our weaknesses to weaken us continually we will eventually fall and all that we build also will fall along with it all that we accomplish or do will also fall along with it any big structure any big image that people build on the outside any appearance of greatness and attraction will ultimately have its fall if it is not a house that is built upon the rock a house that is built upon the rock will stand we all know that from matthew's gospel chapter 7 and verse 24 to 27 and it says also in proverbs chapter 14 and i like for us to read that verse proverbs chapter 14 and verse number 1 the bible says the wise woman builds her house but with her own hands the foolish one tears hers down the wise woman builds her house but with her own hands the foolish one tears hers down we can either build or we can demolish we can either grow or we can be plucked out 
but god wants us to be built up hallelujah god's desire is that we will be a stronghold for god that our house our homes our lives our families will be built up for him so that he can come and dwell so that we can be a stronghold for him for men to come and find a place among us also read as i quoted that passage from matthew 7 let's go there and verses 24 to 27 let's take a good reading of that passage therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock who is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock we talked about the wise woman who is building or is tearing her house down but who is a wise one who builds on the rock the one who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice hearing the word of god and putting them into practice living by the principles of god's word living by the teaching of scripture putting them to practice it's not just about hearing and today we find that in christian world listening to sermons and listening to preachers has more become an entertainment and thanks to christian television for its contribution towards that it's become an entertainment who would sound nice who would sound good who would speak about what i like to hear and you can just choose either on youtube or on television and all that we can do is all through the day because christians don't watch movies and that's what they say and so the other way of entertaining ourselves is sermons earlier on people went to the beach if they lived in chennai to be entertained by different preachers preaching different sermons yes it did good for some people because some had a receptive heart to receive but for some it was just nice entertainment oh so and so is speaking let's go here let's go see and when they gave an altar call even though they got baptized many years back they would still raise their hands because they would say come forward so they they can go close and take a good look at the preacher at close range because otherwise you don't get an appointment with him and so even they didn't wear jewelry and wear white clothes wore white clothes but they went forward but you see it's become an entertainment for many people it's become a fad oh you know i'm so much into the word these days it's all about the word word you know our church is all about the word you know we always talk about the word we all about the word it's a fad these days all about the word you know i get a lot of uh, you know emails and newsletters all about the word i get the word it's a fad hello that's how it is Oh I post word everywhere I just send the word around I just send I WhatsApp the word I Facebook the word I just word you know it's become a very fashionable uh, word to use in some circles today you might be you might be wondering what is he what is he talking about I'm just talking about what I've seen what I've heard what I've I've been in those circles and you see those th- those kind of languages that are being spoken but you look into their lives there's nothing about the word in the life but all the talk is about the word the word but the scripture is talking about 
putting the word into practice. Oh, I go for Bible study. I go for BSF. I go here. I go there. Everywhere. No, it's all about the word. But what is the word doing in the person's life? Nothing. What we need is the good study of God's word. It's good to do that. But with the study of his word, that should lead us into a deeper life and a deeper relationship with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Putting it into practices of greater importance than just going study after study and reading through lexicon after lexicon and dictionary after dictionary and concordance and commentaries and, and study Bibles and books and everything we can read. We can hear, we can download stuff. We can, you know, while walking on the street, we can be listening to podcasts. While sitting in the bus, we can be reading, you know, uh, blogs. We can, we can all the time have a lot of input. But what is all of that doing? Or what should it do? Is that we need to put it into practice. Amen. Hallelujah. So the most important thing is that we put it into practice when we are practicing the word of God, when we are practicing the teachings of scripture, when we are practicing the instructions that God has given to us in his word, the law, the decrees that he has given to us, the way by which we ought to live, the kind of heart, the mind we need to have when we have that practice in our life, we are building on the rock. Hallelujah. It's a house that gets built up on the rock. Look at the lives of people. Look at the families whose lives have been built on the rock. On the solid teaching of God's word. And they've put it into practice. And they've sacrificed to live it out. They have paid the price to live it out. They've incurred the wrath of people to live it out. They've incurred the displeasure of people to live it out. They have not compromised. Instead, they have, you know, even lost relationships with their own loved ones probably because they were wanting to be true to the word and putting it into practice, uncompromising. Hallelujah. When you put it into practice, then you build your house on the rock and you become a stronghold for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Any, anything that is just external, anything that is just, you know, made to look good on the outside will fall flat. The foundation is very important. What goes on within the heart of man, what, uh, what we do with our life, what, how we apply God's word in our life on a day-to-day basis is so important because that is what is going to build us to become a, a family or a house that is built on a rock. Amen. Hallelujah. A lot of people will drop a lot of big names. I know this preacher. I know that pastor. I know this evangelist. You know, I just, one phone call. No, I even have his number. I can show you, you know, on my phone. Uh, They will drop names. That don't impress God. That doesn't make one a stronghold for God. We can know anybody and everybody. (laughs) We can know the greatest preachers in the world. We can have access to them. You know, we can have close range access. We might even know what's the cost of the, you know, bed they use. But that does not make us, our lives to be built on the rock. Amen. Hallelujah. A lot of people talk a lot. They brag a lot. They speak a lot about whom they know and whom they can call and you know, whom they can speak to and who prayed for them and who laid the hands on them, who prophesied for them. That's very good. But none of the prophecies or the prayers have any self-fulfilling capacity. Amen. 
Anybody can prophesy anything about us. God may have great plans and purposes for our lives. But what is important is that unless we put it into practice, those prophecies and those prayers will not come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we need to pursue the word of God and begin to live by it. Then it is like a house that is built on the rock. Read with me in verse 25. The rain came down, the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall. It was a stronghold for God. Hallelujah. Because it had its foundation on it on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the storms rose, the winds blew, they beat and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. It fell with a great crash. Maybe there is one person in the family who's a stronghold for God and that is holding the whole family together and sometimes when that person goes away, then the whole family falls. I've seen in families like that, I used to minister to a very prominent family in the city who was the head of an institution. I used to go there and pray for them. They had a lot of demonic, you know, attack. It was a Christian family. And they used to be uh, affected and tormented and their son who was, you know, in my batch was affected so much to the extent where he could not work, he could not eat, he could not he would take one hour as a 25, 24 year old boy. He would take one hour, one and a half hours to eat one idli. He can't pick it up and put it in his mouth. It was a demonic attack. And why all this happened? Because his grandmother was in, his, in her 90s, just had died. And until she was there, she was on her knees. Even in her 90s, she would kneel down and only pray. And she was a stronghold holding the fort together. And after she died, the rest of the family was not like her. And everything began to collapse. One by one, it started affecting one by one. One by one. And they could not fix it. Because they did not realize that the one who held them strong, the one who had laid the strong foundation for the house is no more. And now things are starting to fall apart because the rest of the family members were sitting and watching Star World and Star Movies and aches and all the time. And there was no scripture. But they would go to church every Sunday. They would pray every day. But that was a formal prayer for coffee in the morning. It was a ritual. Not sincere relationship with God. The life was not built on the solid strong foundation of God's word. And because of that, because the one who was a strong person, the one who was holding the fort died, the whole family began to fall apart. And unfortunately in a few years, this boy's mother also died. She retired and then she died. And then this boy, thankfully by the grace of God, began to recover slowly. We continually began to minister to him, pray for him. There are many servants of God who prayed for him. And we continue to encourage him in the faith. And thank God he got delivered from that problem. And now he's married and he's working. He's got two children. He's doing well in his life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see, 
the house that has a foundation in its place where it's living by the teachings of god's word will stand even if the storms of life hit them and and believe me the storms of life will hit us at some point or the other the dangers and the challenges of life will come both for the righteous and the unrighteous we will all feel the heat of the day but still we can stand when we believe and read and understand and hear god's word and put it into practice live by its principles and the teachings of scripture then you become a stronghold that even the storms cannot break you down hallelujah the wind may come against you the flood waters may rise up against you it might all look like it's going to drown you but nothing will be able to harm you you continue to be a strong house for god you will be a stronghold for god people now are coming and joining david people are joining david from every place people are coming from all directions north south and east and west read with me in first chronicles come back again to the text we began with first chronicles in chapter number 12 and read a few more verses read verse 1 these were the men who came to david at ziglag while he was banished from the presence of saul right then even when saul was hunting him there were people who found that david was a stronghold he was a strong man they found him they found him and came and joined along with him we read verse 8 already they defected gadites defected to david at his stronghold in the desert and remember these men who came and joined david are not weak people who needed some strong man they were not ordinary citizens they were not civilians they they themselves were great warriors they were great soldiers they were men who were brave warriors ready for battle and able to handle a shield and a spear spear look at what it says about them their faces were the faces of lions and they were as swift as gazelles in the mountains look at what it says about the gadites in verse 14 these gadites were army commanders the least was a match for a hundred the weakest the least the smallest among them was a match for a hundred and the strongest among them the greatest was for a thousand one man was equal to thousand men it was they who crossed the jordan the first month when it was flowing all its banks and they put to flight everyone living in the valleys to the east to the west these were people who were amazingly powerful people but they come and join with david they join with david because david was in the stronghold hallelujah if you are a stronghold for god even mighty men will come and join along with you hallelujah hallelujah people will want to find refuge in you people will want to find a safe place in you people are looking for a stronghold to run and to find refuge when you build your house on the rock when you build your house on the teachings of scriptures you become a great stronghold for god hallelujah let's build number 1 build on solid foundation solid foundation lay a solid foundation take time to lay the solid foundations take time to cultivate the habits that need to be cultivated for life for your own personal life for your family take time to cultivate the habits that need to be cultivated within the family within your for your own life put boundaries put regulations put systems in place 
based on the biblical values based on biblical teaching based on biblical you know lifestyle that god wants us to live keep those priorities in place if we don't keep those priorities in place if you're not building the way we ought to build everything will fall one day we can earn money we can have a job we can get married we can have children we can have everything we can have a buy a house we can buy a car we can buy everything money can buy everything but if the foundation is not laid if that is not strong if our lives are not built on the strong foundation when the storms come when the winds blow when the floods come we will fall everything about our life will fall everything about our everything about our future will fall everything about our dreams will fall everything about our family will fall and so we need to focus on building a stronghold a strong family a strong house a strong household that is built that is building its life on the foundations and the foundational things that should not be compromised the core aspects of life the core aspects of biblical teaching that cannot be a compromise these are non negotiables we cannot negotiate but when we do that what happens we become a great strong house we become a strong family you become a stronghold for god hallelujah quickly number 2 when do you become a stronghold for god firstly we looked at when you build on solid foundation secondly it becomes recognizable you become a stronghold for god it becomes recognizable when god is with us when the presence of god is with us Yes God is present everywhere all the time. He's an omnipresent God. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the presence of God with us. With us where God is walking with us in our journey of life, where God is with us through day-to-day circumstances of life, where God is leading us. Where God is in the midst of us. When where God is speaking to us, when God where God is opening our eyes of understanding, where God is leading us. where god is showing us what we ought to do where god is with you in the in every uh sense of that word that god is with you first chronicles chapter 11 and word and read verses 1 2 all israel came together to david at hebron and said we are your own flesh and blood in the past even while saul was king you were the one who led israel on their military campaigns and the lord your god said to you you will shepherd my people israel and you will become their ruler they recognized god was with david they recognized god was had called david they recognized that god had made them to be the ruler of israel and so all israel came together to david at hebron and said we are your own flesh and blood they were able to see god in this man they were able to see god's hand upon his life they were they knew god had spoken they knew god had called him they knew he was a god called man hallelujah when they see god's hand when god's favor god's grace god's call god's plan for your life people will join along with you hallelujah they will recognize and know there is something about this person truly god is in their midst truly god is with them truly god is leading them god is guiding them god is you know opening the ways for them god is guiding god is speaking to them they see what is happening between you and god 
Amen. It becomes recognizable. God's hand was upon them. God's anointing is upon them. God's calling is upon them. They see that. It becomes visible. It becomes recognizable. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't understand. Sometimes we don't recognize it. We don't realize it. But people around will be able to see God with us. Hallelujah. When they see God is with David, they come and join along with him. Not only that verse, let's, let's go on to some other passages as well. And let me show you one more place in verse, chapter 12 and verse 18. Because of this, see what happened when the people were coming to join along with David. The spirit came upon Amasai, chief of the 30, and he said, we are yours. The spirit of God is also leading them to David because... David is a stronghold for God. David had aligned himself to God's ways. David had been living according to God's word. You see Psalm 119, he's so much speaking about how I love your law, how I love your word, how I want to live by it. You see the whole of Psalm 119 about it. And even in the case of Saul, he did not take revenge against Saul because Saul was the Lord's anointed and he was practicing the word of God. Well, he had the opportunity to kill Saul, he wouldn't do that. Putting his word into practice. And so God was with David. But because Saul disobeyed you know, God, God left Saul. The spirit of God left Saul and an evil spirit came and filled Saul. But the spirit of God came upon David and the spirit of God was leading people to come to David. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will lead people to you. When you are a stronghold for God, the Spirit of God will lead people to you. Because you have a word from God. Because you have the comfort of God. Because you are a safe place where they can find in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's amazing how God makes David a stronghold. David was in a stronghold. And David himself became a stronghold for the people because the house of Saul was no more a stronghold for the people. You look at 1 Kings in chapter number 10. You see how when God is with a person, people come from near and far. 1 Kings. People will come to you even from different nations. 1 Kings chapter 10. And verse number 1, when the queen of Sheba heard that the fame of Solomon and his relation to the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She comes because of the fame, not only the fame, but where did the fame come from? Because of his relationship with the Lord. She found that there was something that he had with this God who was speaking to him, who was coming to him in his dreams. By this time with, the, with no internet and no YouTube and Google, and no search engine optimization. Solomon was a man of fame. <laughs> With no paid promotions, Solomon was a man of fame because of the wisdom that God had given to him. And his fame spread all over the world that even a queen comes from, queen of Sheba comes and she comes to see what is going on in this man's life. What is so unique and extraordinary about him? You see, people are drawn because God is with this man, because of his relationship with God. Look at another verse. Let me show you from 2 Chronicles chapter 15. And let's read verse 9, 2 Chronicles 15, 9. 
then he assembled all judah and benjamin and the people from ephraim this is asa then he assembled all judah and benjamin all the people from ephraim manasseh and simeon who had settled among them for large numbers for large numbers had come over to him from israel when they saw that the lord his god was with him large numbers had come to asa and joined along with him because god was with him when the lord is with us people will want to come and draw something from us they will want counsel they will want prayer they will want encouragement they will want to find a place of refuge they will find a safe place with us you may say i myself i am a weak person i myself have nothing good about me i myself you know have so many struggles and problems that i have to deal with i have so many you know demons and devils out there to deal with but you know when you become a stronghold for god and the presence of god is with you and the lord is with you people will come from near and far and join along with you and large numbers will come and join along with us because the lord our god is with us hallelujah they will even come from other nations people came and joined along with david you become a stronghold for god when god is with you you become a hiding place you become a safe place you become a fortress for them you go, you become a shield from the enemies you become a shield from their attacks they somewhere will find that if i'm joining along with them that if i'm joining along with this family if i am there in that place it's safe i can find some hiding place the enemy cannot attack me the enemy may come but the enemy will not find me because there is a stronghold here hallelujah people are looking for leadership people for, are looking for a stronghold people for look are looking for people who will give them shelter they may have a large house they may have a bigger house than yours but they don't have a shelter <laughs> hallelujah they may have concrete buildings they may have big homes they may have bought it for you know large price but they still don't have shelter even in their own homes but you might live in a small place but they find shelter among you in you hallelujah hallelujah they want to follow someone they can trust they want to find a place of refuge and safety they want to be with someone with whom god is present amen people want to be with someone with whom god is present and people will recognize if god is with us or not we can no show off no show off no sound and lights can manipulate that people will know if god is with us or not people will know if we are hearing god or not people will know if god is speaking to us or not people will know if god is leading us or not and when they see that god is with us when they see that god is speaking to us when they see that we are hearing god rightly when they see that god is leading us they will want to join along with us they want to know how did you find this way how did you go this far how did you get to that level how did things happen in your life they want to know they want to come and be with you because they also want that 
They want what you have. They found something that they don't have and they want what you have. Hallelujah. And you will be able to say, silver or gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk and the layman will start walking. Hallelujah. You don't need a dramatic, you know, stage managed healing evangelist. You know, many miracles are stage managed. Many testimonies are stage managed. For the sake of the camera, for the sake of viewership, for the sake of more money. You just need a simple person who is a stronghold for God. A simple family that is a stronghold for God. And they will say in the name of Jesus, behind closed doors and miracles will happen. Hallelujah. They don't need a stage to come and demonstrate miracles. They don't need signboards for them. You don't need advertisement for them. People will find them. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't need posters for them. You don't need flyers for them. People will find them. Hallelujah. People will find you when you are a stronghold for God. When they see that the Lord is with you. When they see your house is a stronghold. A stronghold. Built on the foundation, the rock, who is Jesus himself. And upon which we are built up by the teachings of scriptures. People want to be with someone whom God, with whom God is present. Because people are like sheep without a shepherd. Because people are like sheep without a shepherd. Jesus looked at the people of Israel and he said they are like sheep without shepherd. And he had compassion on them. You find that in Matthew's gospel chapter 9, Jesus says that in verse 35 to 38. And so he had compassion on them and he did miracles in their life. And he said to his disciples, ask the Lord of the harvest. He will send forth laborers who will go into the harvest field. This is not just to gather some crowds, but to be a stronghold for people because they are like sheep without shepherd. They are helpless. They've been bruised. They are helpless. They need healing. They need the touch of God. They need restoration in their life. They need, their lives need to be rebuilt. They need comfort from God. Their tears need to be wiped away. They're, they need wisdom and guidance in the things they ought to do. They need a revelation from God. They need insight. They need, they need somebody to walk with them through their ups and downs in life. They need somebody who will mourn when they mourn, who will rejoice when they rejoice. They, will, they need somebody. They need a shoulder. On which they can lean on. And they are like sheep without shepherd. And so people are looking for a strong house. People are looking for a stronghold. Where they can run into. They need someone who will defend them. Who will help them fight their battles. They knew David was called by God. David was anointed by God. David was a man of war. Hallelujah. And they saw the victories that God gave them. And they say, we come and join with you. Because even when Saul was alive, you are the one who led the people of God in battles. And you are the one who brought the victory for the, among the, against the Philistines. You are the one who brought down the Goliath. You are the one who overcame the Philistines. They recognize the victories that God has given, done in your life. They recognize and they see the battles you have fought. And that has made you strong and has made you a stronghold for God. And they want to come and join with you because they know if they are with you, they will be defended. They are with you, their battles will be fought. They are with you, they will find victory in their lives. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. They find a stronghold. They will not leave you. Look at 1 Chronicles. Come back to the text we read. 1 Chronicles in chapter number 12. And towards the end, verse 38 till the end of the chapter, let's read 38 to 40. All these were fighting men. Look at the list of the fighting men. Wow, it's amazing to read the names, to read the uh, kind of men they were. They were very, very powerful men. Brave warriors. Famous in their own clans. Designated by names. You know. Men who, who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. 32, verse 32 talks about that. Experienced soldiers, verse 33. Verse 34, men carrying shields and spears. 36, soldiers prepared for battle. The half tribe of Manasseh army, armed with every type of weapon. Lack and 20,000 people. All kinds of weapons they could handle. And such men come in verse 38. All these are fighting men who volunteered to serve in the ranks. <laughs> this is not a paid job. They're not giving perquisites. They're not saying we give you a paid holiday. David is not giving them increment and bonuses. He's not salarying them. They come to, they come volunteering to come and join along with him. Hallelujah. You see, these men could actually have in their own right, they could have their own small kingdoms and they can rule their own tribes. They can wage wars against the other tribes and they can establish their own, their, their own selves and their own lands and properties and their own peoples. But yet they do not want to be by themselves. They come and find David to be a stronghold and they volunteer and come and they're ready to do anything. All the rest of the Israelites were also of one mind to make David king. The men spent three days, verse 39, there with David eating and drinking for their families had supplied provisions for them. Also their neighbors from as far as Issachar, Zebulun and Naphtali came bringing food on donkeys, camels, mules and oxen. There were plentiful supplies of flour, fig cakes, raisin cakes, wine, oil, cattle and sheep for there was joy in Israel. They found a stronghold of God. And they don't want to leave. They come and stay. Hallelujah. They bring everything. They're willing to give everything to David. They're willing to bring everything for the cause. For the purpose of making David king. And for establishing his kingdom. They are bringing everything. And they don't want to leave. They come there. And whole Israel find joy. There was joy in Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When they find a stronghold, that brings them great joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This divided kingdom, this kingdom that has fallen, this king who has fallen, this family that has fallen has now left them empty, high and dry. And they're looking for someone who will lead them. People are looking for leaders. People are looking for those who will be a stronghold. People want to find a place. Hallelujah. And they will find a place in you. They will find a place in your family. They will find a place in the stronghold of the house of God in this place. When they come here, there is comfort, there is healing. When they walk into your house, there is, there is blessing, there is deliverance, there are miracles. Hallelujah. When they come and join along with you, they find joy. Hallelujah. Amen. 
they would have gone all over the place and done all kinds of things and 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 searched for everywhere to find this peace and joy there's abundance of blessing and joy when there is a a person a family a house that is a stronghold for god hallelujah hallelujah many find joy in that place praise god many have come here and found that joy hallelujah many have come and found that peace found deliverance found defense found victories experienced victories in their battles have found deliverance in their lives have found healing in their hearts have found healing in their families have found restoration and god is able to use every one of you and your household to become a stronghold for god and together as a household of god we will continue to be a stronghold for god hallelujah amen that is what god has called us to be amen praise the lord let's praise and thank the lord because god has called us to be a stronghold for him amen praise you lord let's pray this prayer lord make my house a stronghold make my family a strong family strongly rooted in living by the teachings of your word maybe you are going to get married also in course of time when you have your own family pray that lord our family our lives will be a stronghold for god where people will come and find comfort and healing refuge strength defense victory healing and blessing hallelujah and find joy and peace that the world cannot give hallelujah 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 they will find shelter oh god